live from Savage Studios. It's Stay Busy with the boy, Armand Savage. Gentlemen, friends, non-friends, relatives, whoever, welcome to another edition of Stay Busy with Armand Sather, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and music culture. And as you know, we bring in some cool people to share their insight. It's just me and Nick this week, though. We're having a lot of fun. As you know, it's the boy Armand, vegan chorizo poppy, multiple miles Monday poppy. As you can see, there's no big red headphones, long wire connected to me because I've joined the elite I got AirPods finally. <laughs> so, yeah, all you people dealing with wires still, you know, I hey, you know, do your thing. But just know we, we big wireless over here. You know, I don't do this alone. I got my boy here. He's wired up, but I still mess with him. <laughs> How you feeling, brother? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Nick Early, the wired up guy today. Kombucha King. The one that makes your heart sing, you know how that goes. Ooh, but, uh, okay, <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, you can't just skip past that all fast. I said that like, before. You didn't hear that. Before? Okay, huh? Maybe I missed it, but the I don't know. It, it just felt more heart sing. You know how that goes. Felt, felt more emphatic today. It was. Um, it was. <laughs> I, I, I mess with that. Keep got it you, up. Got Keep you. it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing what I can. You know, I'm super excited to be here today because you know we're continuing that series. A quote from the quill, which is really yes, exciting for me because, you know, I like to take things extra and look outside of them. And you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Now, we hope you all enjoyed the first edition on the theme vulnerability. And we think we got, got, we got something fun planned for you. And we also put you on to a new word as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, but of course, 90, 99% of you have never heard this word. And definitely not. Definitely not. And, and if you have, maybe Nick has a cash app for you. I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> shout out to you for having an expansive vocabulary, if you know that word. Um, and of course, shout out to our listeners, um, first time listeners, returning listeners, last time listeners, whether you like Marvel or DC, console or PC, Lyft or Uber, TikTokers or YouTubers. I don't know if you feel strongly about any of those, those alternatives. Sure. You know what I'm saying? DC animated though, ain't nobody touching DC animated when it comes mm. to the characters. They just been oh, there's top to bottom. They just can't get live action right. But Marvel, uh, you know, they're they're just out of here. Console or PC, meaning like computer games versus like a console? Yeah. I didn't I wasn't allowed to have video games for a long time, so I only had PC games. Mm. So PC for me. Because by the time I got a console, I was just like, it was just whatever. Uh it's definitely Uber and mm-hmm. then YouTubers. Okay. Okay. Word, word, word. I like that. Uh, of course, we got a shout out to our VP of everything, the man that you cannot see, but you feel, Brother Kieran. Um, we want to shout out Anchor, our distribution platform. If you do not know by now, Anchor will distribute your podcast for free. You got you actually be able to finish the, the next line for me. Regardless of your listenership, you can get some sponsored ads as well. So tap in, do your potting. Last, of course, we want to shout out Zoom, our, uh, allowing you all to see our beautiful, black, melanated, hydrated faces. Uh, 
quite a bit to chat about. Um, I'm going to open this up. As you know, I've been building toward a release uh, from this past weekend, uh, Division, uh, uh, Amusing Her Feelings. Now, we, they were very particular about the language that they used in talking about this project. And that was something that I paid attention to. You know, like they said it was the continuation of uh, chapters from the album, but they never necessarily said whether it was gonna be an entire album, an EP, a deluxe, whatever the case may be. I assumed it was an album just because, I don't know, like it, it felt bold for them to be following up so fast and they haven't ever put out a deluxe um, or a small EP. It's been album, album, singles, a few features here and there, um, and then, you know, Lucy's. So we come to this week. Um, I found out earlier this week that it was just going to be four songs added to uh, the album. I was like, okay, well, we've heard two already. So I'm, I'm already going in a bit like, all right, all right, uh, word. And then we get to Friday and the official announcement and it's labeled a deluxe EP, which is interesting to me because when you look at an EP, it's a project that stands alone as itself. Now we've seen certain artists take EPs, multiple EPs and put them together as projects. Her has done that, Lucky Day has done that, uh, multiple examples of artists doing that. But when you think of a deluxe, it's an addition to a project. It's, you know, you get four songs. If it's Little Baby, you get eight songs. If it's Little Uzi Vert, uh, you might get 10 more songs on top of an already long album. So, you know, there's there's a lot of artists who go about it very different ways with division in their very selective releases and just kind of keeping things very mi minimal and not to minimize the quality of the work. I, I was interested in what it was going to be. So I play the project. Uh, the project opens with a She Said, a solo song. And uh, I was listening to it and I kind of had that like Jay-Z gif face where he's like nodding along, but he's like not really into it. and um yeah I, I i wasn't really too moved by the by by the opening track um and, and then we get to the next track he said which is featuring miguel great to see division and miguel work together i know they've been recording together for a while so it was nice to finally see that come to fruition uh that track was better uh, i felt like miguel really stole the show on it um and then we get to the two songs we've heard already blessings and you somebody which i liked uh as i've played them a lot uh, I really, really like you, somebody. Blessing is cool. Um, so overall, just looking at the amount of music that we were given on top of, you know, the album that's been out for about six, seven months now, and just the fact that like I wasn't necessarily moved by half of the project, I was a bit disappointed. And this is, you know, one of those situations where your expectations can ultimately lead to your downfall. Um, you know, and as time passes, maybe I'll feel differently about it. You know, I, I listened a lot, obviously, being a fan. And so I really did enjoy the songwriting. The songwriting never misses. But there was just something that just didn't necessarily connect for me uh, with, with this deluxe EP. Um, and I saw a lot of conversation on Twitter. People like, what the hell is a deluxe EP? And I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you can label music whatever like that that's what artists are doing like artists are saying they're dropping an album and then it's a mixtape artists are jasmine sullivan called her album feeling project last week an ep so you know at the end of the day like do labels really matter but at the end of the day the music has to deliver and this felt like a step back from the album that i really really loved back in april um so yeah i'm uh i'm not <laughs> i'm definitely a bit uh thrown off by how I felt about this. But, you know, as you know, I, I like to let music age. I like to revisit things. So if anything changes, I'll follow up. But uh, man, pretty, pretty 
off note to start new music Friday for me. How how did you feel about it? I felt you know it's funny. I listened to it. I felt really bad for you, honestly, because I because I, <laughs> I know Armand was just sitting there, just saddened. Because I know you stayed up, waited. I didn't actually. I actually. Oh, fell you didn't? Asleep. Okay. Yeah, I fell asleep, okay. so I woke. I I ran in the morning. Okay. And I knew it was just you, just sitting there, just like waiting, disappointed. I would say to your point, you said like labels don't matter, but the music does. I think expect labels may not matter but the expectations do yeah and labels create expectations right and so when i saw amusing her feelings with different cover artwork all that i'm like oh fire another project in sort of like that's going to tell the next chapter of the story so i'm like Mm -hmm. okay cool Uh, i'm expecting at least minimum you know seven to eight songs new joints that are going to continue to tell the um, amusing her feelings now a different side of it which i thought was so clever because i'm like wow doing i forget what how what the the grammatical term for phrases like that that can be taken as multiple things if you say mm-hmm. them differently um but doing that i thought was so clever amuse in her feelings and then amusing her feelings i'm just like this, this is so fire expectations were through the roof and then this is what we talked about when we talked about the her discussion her and division discussion something is not connecting in their well, not an entendre. Well, Karen's telling you this is double entendre. But <laughs> I guess it maybe is an entendre, but thank you, Karen. Um, <laughs> point being, uh, is when we're talking about the her and division discussion, it's like something's not connecting in the marketing department, in the rollout situation. It's like something's not connecting between the creative and the actual execution. Like, obviously, it's getting done, but something's like dots are missing because, like, I don't think people even understood that uh, amusing her feelings was three parts like that. I don't think people even got that piece. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think with this, they just be calling stuff whatever they want to call it. But I really wanted a separate project. And I think mm-hmm. most people wanted a separate project that was going yeah. to be, OK, what's the next play on the phrase? Right. The next entendre of the phrase. And so. I just think four songs is one underwhelming. The fact that we've heard two and, you know, I still think you somebody is the best of all of them. Um, I also think sonically, this is a huge departure from what they typically do. This is more rock R&B. This is more like leaning into that rock sort of thing um, that not necessarily all the listeners may be into, but of course I'm into expanding with them and hearing how they want to change their musical palette and try to do different things. But it, it really was just like, I listened to it, it was highly underwhelming, highly underwhelming uh, to, you know, because we have such high expectations for Division and for what they do and what they're going to put out. And so it just, it felt like, wow, that's how you were going to, you know, waste the entendre thing out. That's how we're doing this. It just yeah. didn't hit. And so. Yeah. And then putting it at the beginning of the album uh in this new iteration of, of the chapter it's like you know you see the new four and then you see the album and i listen to the album pretty often but i didn't even want to play through the rest of the album just because i didn't i was so like ah oh, man like you know it, it it really hurts when an artist you love misses or it feels like they miss um it's something that i haven't experienced too much with drake um party i don't experience it all that often it's been a while so i feel like you really like missed but and, and again, because I've been talking up Division so much and that album really, like, I really connected with that album. So, yeah, it's, whew, man, uh, you know, I've, I've 
I've got a road trip coming, so I'm 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 gonna run it some more. But like, man, I you're uh, nice. You're nicer than me. We're responsible, you know. What I'm saying that's what we do. I, I would say that's a little <laughs> bit of denial though, too, because I've done that with artists that I'm that I love, and just like I'm in denial. Yeah. Maybe I'm not getting it. Maybe it should run it again when you know your yeah. first instinct. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's amusing her feelings. If you guys have any thoughts on it, please you know engage with us on socials. Text me on the side. I'd love to talk about it. Um, and just please to be a little sympathetic towards me because I'm, I'm I'm going through a hard time right now. Uh, <laughs> Um, in happier news, one person who does not ever disappoint me. We got a new Young Thug Juice World single, Bad Boy. Um, really dope. Like Thug can work well with anyone, and Juice World has like a he has one of those like EDM rock rap type of sounds. Really good rapper, but the production he's on is very eclectic. And Thug can work on any type of production, so they sounded really good together. We've heard them collaborate before, um, but I think you know just with Juice World now being gone for over a year. Um, and Thug still, you know, putting out music with them. Like, it's cool to keep keep his memory alive and see that their, their chemistry was what it was. Um, and yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that track. Um, did you do something? Yeah, I, I was just saying, it's so interesting how we kind of are in this world now uh, because things are digital and we can, people record albums way above, you know, the, the timeline in which they're released or this, you know, singles, whatever. It's just interesting how we live in this world of like posthumous releases and like people who are gone are still like, charting years yeah. after they're gone even not in like a yeah. celebration context in like new songs we've never heard but like as features it's mm. really interesting to me but yeah. you know that's that's been happening a lot more frequently since people are you know um leaving us so that's really yeah. sad but it's 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 good that you know at least their state hopefully the state has all the publishing and all that stuff and that's going to their families absolutely yeah um, another release that was pretty anticipated, uh, Ariana Grande was uh, promoting her <laughs> remix to 34 every time. Every time. Uh, she was promoting her, remi- her remix this week for 34 plus 35. Now, if you don't know how to do math, 34 plus 35 Simple. is 69. You know, if you call it your calculator, mm-hmm. like <laughs> whatever you need to do. Um, but she did one of those, you know, promotions where she like blacked out who the other features were going to be. So people were guessing the entire time, you know, names that came up were like, the baby and post Malone because you know we, we've seen a lot of songs by women that have been yeah. featuring men and people have been disappointed by it so they were assuming that it was going to be another one of those situations it was revealed day before release that the features were Megan Thee Stallion and Doja Cat uh, which I think is just a very very unique collaboration uh, Ariana Grande, Megan, Doja three very different artists who occupy three very different lanes but coming together uh, to put put together a dope track um, well, I, I wouldn't call it dope. I, I liked it. It was cool. Um, I, I wasn't really too high on the song when I first heard it when I ran uh, Ariana's album. Um, I mean, obviously, this is going to help to push it a lot further. It's cool to see Meg working with um, another artist outside of the, the rap landscape. Um, the thing is, the, the Do- Doja features are always weird for me ever since what happened with her earlier in, in the pandemic. Um, I wanted to ask you where you stand on Doja Cat today. Um, and like, cause you know, the, 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 the stuff came out, people canceled her uh, immediately. And then maybe within months, it was just like, people were, were back on it. And there's a lot of people saying like, who call her their problematic fave. It's like, yeah, she, she did what she did, but like, I still love the music. I still love her. So I'm still going to support her. And she still had a pretty successful year. So I'm just kind of at this place where mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, I, like, 
I don't, I don't know. Like I, I try not to be super judgmental and it, and people are saying that those stories that came out were fake. So it's like, are we uncanceling her? Cause she, uh, you know, Pussy Talk was one of my favorite songs of last year. She's featured on that. It, it was so conflicting every time I heard it when her verse came out, it's a really good verse, but I'm like, do I mess with Doja? So I'm kind of at this place where I'm deciding that. So, but I, I said a lot, where do you stand on Doja Cat right now? I feel like I have two things. So I feel like on one side, I'm just like, you know, Guanza, like, I, I'm not worried about you, Doja. Like, who cares? And I think in general, I feel like we're very quick to get rid of somebody for things that they do, albeit what she said was, and what, you know, she allegedly said, we'll say that, um, was highly, highly problematic if it was true um, and would warrant me not really caring for her. Not like, oh, Doja's on, turn it off. But like, I just, I'm not checking for you. You're there, you're there, whatever. And I feel like in some instances too, think about all the artists when it comes to like the problematic faith. Think about all the artists that you do like. And this problematic stuff they probably say, regardless of the arena that the problematic stuff they say falls in, that you probably never hear of. So I think in, in some ways, like a certain artist, you know, they're stupid enough to say something in a public forum for where people can, then use it against them. Um, and this is no way me, I'm not copying no pleas for her in any ways because I'm pretty much on like, I, I guess now I feel like Doja, I'm just like, I can recognize her abilities, but I just don't really care. I, you know, I'm not checking for her, but cause I did love that that project that she put out, Hot Pink was, I mean, it was fire, objectively. <laughs> I just had to say that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I, I got to do honestly more research on it, like the whole situation, but like, yeah, no, I think if she said what she said, forget her. But if, if she didn't, I don't know. I just, I think I'm neutral. I don't really care. To be honest. Yeah. Neutral, neutral is a good word. And I think, I think often we feel a lot of pressure to pick sides in these situations. A lot of people feel like they have to pick a side based off of what the social media narrative is. Cause they don't want to, they don't want to seem like, Oh, I'm supporting Doja. So people are going to cancel me or, you know, like I don't care, like whatever. So, yeah, I, I would say this is one of those situations where it's best to just do your own research. They think for yourself. That's what a lot of music fans need to do a lot more these days is think for themselves. And that's why I'm so conflicted because I'm trying to think for myself. Like, you know, the, like you said, there are so many artists that we like. Like you, you and I clearly acknowledge Chris Brown's talent. He's got a problematic history, but, you know, a lot of time has passed and he's been chilling, but people still hold that against him. So it's like, it's another one of those situations where you separate the art from the artist and their beliefs and what they do, or if, if that's something you're inclined to do. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's conflicting, but the song was cool. Um, scrolling through Twitter this week, I saw that a woman by the name of Dondria. Now I, I don't know if I'm just completely like out of the loop because like I, I looked her up obviously and saw she had a product out in 2010 and one more recently, but uh, she played this snippet of a track called "Let It Be," which was produced by Brian Michael Cox and was officially released this Friday. Seeing Brian Michael Cox's name, of course, I'm, I'm interested. His production is just, it, it goes without saying. Uh, Let It Be was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. Don Drake can sing her ass off. Um, I, I saved it immediately. I'm, I'm planning to add it to a playlist. It'll probably make it on my on-repeat playlist. So, you know, Spotify can stop saying that I'm 65% basic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really, really enjoyed the track. If you're not hit to Don Drake, I would say check her out. I'm definitely going to check out more of her stuff. And I, I don't know if I just completely miss, like, you know, sometimes I you miss just miss them. artists. Yeah, like sometimes yeah. you just miss people. And it's something that I've stopped trying to make myself feel guilty for because there are millions of artists out here. Like you're not going to be tapped into every single thing. But it's like, well, you know, Brian Michael Cox is out here working with her. Like she must be 
worthy of his time. So now I really want to do a deep dive into her, her catalog. But yeah, track was really, no, really good. She's like, I when I saw this for the chat, I said, who is that? I was like, <laughs> and why did he put her on the chat? Mm-hmm. And then I ran the song and I said, oh, yep. I, get <laughs> I get it now. I'll be honest though, when the first song, when, when the song first started, I was like, okay, I've heard this before. Trap mm-hmm. and D, commercial RB, I've heard this, I've heard this. I was like, she sounds great, but I've heard this before. And then the second verse kicked in, the second chorus kicked in, and she really like delivered, like yeah. sang, sang. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, how does someone like her get caught, lost in the fray? Like, how do we not know about her? How is she not, you know? And so I, I'm, I'm excited to like learn more about her story and her situation, but um, she, she was dope. Yeah. So, yeah shout yeah. out Dantra. For sure. Um, new album by the, uh, from a guy by the name of Zane. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with him, uh, he was a former member of Big One Direction. Was it One, One Direction? Direction. Big Time? One Direction. One Direction. Yeah, I, was about to, I was about to say Big Time Rush because they, they were hot like the same time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Big Time Rush got some hits. Don't play. Um, <laughs> but he put out an album uh, called Nobody's Listening. I found out about it a little earlier this week. I listened to a couple tracks early. Uh, features Sid and Devlin. I haven't gotten through it fully. Things that I've heard, I've liked. I'll say that Zane, since like 2016, when I really got familiar with him as a solo act, uh, he had a song "Pillow Talk" and "Drunk" back then, which I really loved. Those ended up on my top 20, uh, top songs of 2016 list. Um, haven't really been too tapped in as of late. He had a feature with Party Next Door in like 2017. Um, still got time, which I really liked. Um, so it was cool to see his name come up, and a lot of people were talking about him on social media. So, well, okay, well, cool. Does Zane's release it? Uh, so when I get through it fully, I will uh, I will have uh, comments for you. But uh, I don't know Nick has some feelings he wants to get off about no, Zane. Honestly, I don't have no feelings. I'm just maybe I'm just in a space right now where I'm just like, you know, people who are we'll call them company. You know, mm-hmm. your company. You're not you're you're a guest. When you do our stuff, like I don't know, I just want some sort of effort in paying some dues. And mm-hmm. I just. So show some reverence. Get on a few features first, you know. Uh, uh, you know, contribute first before you want to <laughs> take our sound. But anyways, that's just it that's is. kind of like a it'll never end sort of conversation. And I there's so many artists who I feel like fit into that that lane, you know, doing our sound but not contributing to our culture in any way or being an ally. And so, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but hey, wishing you the best. Zane, yeah. do your thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and last but not least, we got a new single from one of my newer favorite artists, Flo Millie. Um, she put out a single by the name of Roaring Twenties. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, really don't have much to say. Flo Millie's, uh, her, her presence, the energy she brings to track is always really fun. She's got these really fun, catchy lines. And I would, she's the type of artist, I, I would just love to see her live. Like, you, you hear in that first project, How Wise You Hear, and um, yeah, I like she. She's the type that's like, all right, I, I enjoy your music, your recorded music. I want to see if you bring this energy live, and I feel like she she wouldn't disappoint. So, do you think she writes all her stuff? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, there's there's some artists that you feel like they absolutely do, and then you find out they don't. Like a lot of what she says sounds very authentic and true to her, but there are some talented songwriters who can put themselves in your mind and make something that sounds exactly like you. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like that's like, people got to understand that's very common these days. Like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's such a thing that we make a big deal out of like, Oh, this person has writers, ghostwriters, but like that, right. that's music. Music is collaborative. And for her being who she is being such a new popular act, she really popped up on the scene and like got 
pop in like that. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a big machine behind her production wise and songwriting wise. So yeah, she probably is right. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I was just curious because I, lo- I loved the project. I ran it when I ran yeah. it you know, a while back. I loved it. I was just like, oh, this is hard. Like, and that w- that wasn't a thought in my mind. Like, I, I realized she was so young, and I'm like, hmm, she's young. I mean, obviously, she could be writing everything, but, mm-hmm. uh, and then at the same time, I'm like, do we do that to guys though too? Do we do that to men? Do we always say, you know, do we go in and say, oh, this man had a dope project? Did he write it all? Like I'm saying, mm-hmm. so checking that bias as well too. Um, but no, I, I I really like Formilli, and I think she, she's gonna have a great great career as long as she keeps up this same level. Um, so good for Formilli. That's a great point. I didn't think about that. We 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 often don't question men and whether they have writers but exactly. like when yeah. with cardi when she immediately got popping i was like oh she got writers nikki people have been saying for years she's had writers like meg you know so it's like yeah it's- exactly so it's like why do we do that to women when we you know but anyways i think yeah. that's what that's me trying to be self-aware and checking my own biases as a man king, but, king. Yeah. well all of this disappointment <laughs> and analysis likely has you parched so what you sipping on today brother you know, I got me some, got my Jesus juice um, in this canteen. Shout out my mama. Got me this over the holidays. But um, actually, I got this smoothie. This is kind of fire right here. I know it looks crazy, but this is blueberries, mangoes, and walnuts with some water mixed all together. Um, and I mean, y'all can look up and see what blueberries and mangoes do for your health and all that and whatnot. But my cousin actually put me on. He's a, he's a super vegan, um, and he'd be making all types of smoothies and whatnot. Shout out, G. So I've been I've been trying to like get get on my slender slim gang. So we're drinking smoothies like this. So but anyways, our half and half is coming out of digitaltrends.com. This is Alpha Beats Changes Music into Medicine to Relax Your Brain by Andy Boxel. So essentially Alpha Beats is a company that is looking to essentially make quote music is the center of our medicine, end quote by Han Dirkix, which is the CEO of Alpha Beats. So they basically want to develop an application that will essentially link wellness and music and it's been fascinating for me in this time and since the pandemic to see like how music and technology and wellness and things like that are going to be added to the whole portfolio of the music industry uh, and so uh, basically what they want to do is they, they're creating an algorithm that derives from research into neurofeedback um, that's injected into the music that we listen to and affects our brain waves in such a way that our brain is trained to relax more effectively. So essentially what they do is they want to boost the effectiveness of music in calming your mind. Because a lot of people that I know turn to music to calm their mind, right? But in this case, what they want to do, uh, instead of tweaking any algorithms, what they do is they tweak the frequencies of the actual music. So they will boost some lows, boost some highs, do certain things that basically make the music subconsciously more relaxing their i their their end goal is to basically create an application where you go on and sync to whatever dsp you're synced on and if you're feeling very stressed there's like a little fader in the app that you can say like de-stress or like less stress basically you want to calm down and you'll turn that up in sort of a varying level and they'll play the music and the frequencies within the music will be adjusted so that it is more satisfying for you. It's less, you know, scary or whatever. Um, and so their whole their whole algorithm is based on understanding alpha and beta waves activity in the brain. The beta waves, of course, are show alertness and stress, and alpha waves are showing when you're more in a relaxed state. Um, and so basically, when the alpha wave activities increase, 
the the application alpha beats will increase the quality of the music of reward like the reward that it feels for your brain so uh they had a really interesting quote about the timeline for this and say quote it takes 10 minutes a day for four weeks and people were three times more relaxed than they were when they started compared to those not using the algorithm it doesn't matter what kind of music you listen to what we do is multiply the effect on a personal level you hardly hear the difference between the changes a little less bass and treble but your brain here's the difference, end quote. So I think that's really fascinating. And I think it's important as we start to, you know, think about music as a means of wellness and medicine, there's a whole side of that, you know, in, in, the, in the health industry that has kind of, you know, it's another form of therapy that people have not really, you know, delved into so heavily, but every, most everyone listens to music. And so I think that this could be an interesting thing um, that they're, they're, they're already in sort of a beta app situation and they're going to be, uh, their second beta app is going to be ready during the second quarter of this year of 2021 um, because they're continuing to gather data. And so I think that you can actually sign up if you want to be a part of, the, of this situation. Um, they're not going to be basically doing any hardware. They're going to be looking to do the software in sort of like an integration and brand partnerships with other wellness companies that have already existing user bases and that they're focused on de-stressing and relaxation. So, I mean, there's a multitude of companies that come to mind when you think of that sort of thing. Uh, so it's really fascinating also that they're going to be, um, yeah, that they're going to be, oh, yeah, I said that, yeah. So basically, they're, they're, this is coming soon to us um, in early, probably 2022 is when they're expecting a commercial release. So I, I think this is all interesting. I'm very fascinated by music tech and psychology and how it all connects together and specifically them taking their normal, your normal playlist and making it less stressful for you. So that's really dope to me. That's how yeah. half and half, yeah. Sounds really cool. I'm interested to uh, tap in when it when it launches. Um, let's get into our employee of the month. As you know, it is the very talented writer, podcaster, speaker, cultural critic, Nicholas Tyrell Scott from overseas. Shout out to him, my guy. Very, very great guy. Um, and with that, let us get into the music. So Frank, take us away. Bye. That song wasn't the single, but you weren't either. All right, ladies and gentlemen, another slide deck for y'all. Another, another friendly, friendly warfare. Uh, <laughs> another engagement in friendly warfare. Uh, I'll kick it off this week again. Uh, this is an artist that uh, I think Nick and I got hit to around the same time. I, I don't know if you were familiar yeah. with him prior. No, okay, no, no. Yeah. That was the first time I heard of when we saw him. Okay, so yeah, we uh, we went to see her in uh, in Brooklyn Steel. Uh, it was November 2018, and she had an opener who was incredible. This is uh, one of the best voices we'd heard in a very, very long time. So I'm going to play Devotion. This is by Tone Stiff, produced by Swag R. Cellius. It's Swag did it. Take the step, baby. 
falsetto, man. That that, that boy Tone's voice is. I heard him. Very, very different. I, I, I hope and pray, and I'm sure he does take very, very good care of his voice because I want him to be around for a long time, singing the way he sings. Love that track. Love how it opens. Someone on the side, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to give you my devotion. Like, yeah, you, you just got to claim what's yours. Like, we'll let her know all, all, all them things on the side. They, they ain't worth it. They can't treat you the way I do. You got my devotion. You might have their time. They might say they want, but you got my devotion. So, yeah, love that. Production was really dope. Um, and I would say, if y'all haven't really tapped into Tone Stiff, tap in. He's, he's next up. And I said that back in 2018. And, if, you know, R&B artists take a little more time. Not everyone bursts on the scene immediately. But I think Tone is going to be someone who's going to be around for a while. I, I'm still trying to figure out why the most talented R&B artists don't rise to the top. Why is Cream not rising to the top quicker? Sounds like a topic. Why is Cream not rising to the top quicker? Because it's not like they're inconsistent. Tone Stiff's been putting out music pretty consistently, and he's on the same management team uh, with her. So, which is MBK Entertainment. So I'm just like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just curious because the man plays like four or five instruments. He's singing like the way he do. He dances also very well i'm just confused <laughs> but yeah. hey alas what when it everyone has their season and everyone has their time so mm-hmm. tone i'm praying that your time is when it comes it's yours and it's only your moment so mm-hmm. all right what you got for us i have a song now how to describe this i feel like for me, it's like once every six to eight months, there's a song that I hear and I just I just replay it. I don't replay songs very often, like in a sense of like, run it back, now run it back, now run it back, like six times in one sitting. It's very rare that that happens for me. And I'll say like once every six to eight months, there's a song that emerges for me. This song is it. Is it. Uh, this is from an artist that people are just getting hip to. I've been tapped in with him for a very, very long time. Seen him live at Rough Trade. Um, this he's he's uh, done some work with some some. We have some mutual contacts, um, but this this is fantastic, and this is super close to my heart because when I found out the man produced it, played on it, played the instruments, did everything except mixed it. I was just like, wow, this falls into my wheels because I'm also someone who does, you know, most of my production and most of my writing. It it captured me immediately. I've been running this song for the past week. Mm. Uh, <laughs> wow. Every Time by Mac Ayers, produced by Mac Ayers. Turn the lights out if I go I don't want to fight battles no more Said if you got the time for that You got time for something more I said the wind is the way I go I need two cigarettes and a Casamigo The feeling like it's fighting that Trying to keep things low I said, can somebody save me? Save me from all 
feels like every time I see it, I just don't really see it. I just don't really see it. I just don't really. It feels like every night I'm do it justice you heard it through the zoom listen to that in the headphones and you'll feel why i feel the way i do about that song um musicality to the roof the vibe to the roof you know the the melody choices i would say and if you listen to his whole project just put out a project his melody choices are phenomenal so mac airs shout out to you sir um that was fantastic i've been listening to that song nonstop. so yeah, yeah. Yes. As you all know, the Slide Deck playlist is available on all platforms. Hit the link tree in our IG or Twitter bio at StayBusyPod. If you would like a slide added to the deck, artists or just listeners who want to put us on to some good music, hit us on Twitter and IG at StayBusyPod or email us at StayBusyPod at gmail.com. Also hit the link tree to join our mailing list. That said, ladies and gentlemen, we have another edition of Quotes from the Quill for you in our board meeting. Nick, are you ready? Oh, yes. I'm very, very excited for this. All right. So we about to we about to educate y'all. Um, I get these emails every day from Word Genius, uh, the word of the day. You know, something as a writer, I try to, you know, I try to keep my, keep my vocabulary expansive. I don't want to be saying the same thing over and over. So, you know, it's enjoyable to check that and learn something new. So there's one word popped up this week that I was just intrigued by, just by the spelling and pronunciation of it. Uh, tohu bohu. Uh, it is It is Hebrew. And the word means a state of chaos or utter confusion. So quotes from the Quill part two, we will be looking at tracks that convey a state of chaos or utter confusion and deep diving into those. I'm going to let Nick start first. What is the first track that you're going to deep dive in quotes from the Quill? I have a track from a project that I really felt like it just, I think it was because it came out right when the pandemic started. And I think nobody else was focused on anything else but what was happening in the world. And it never picked up steam even after when people got acclimated sort of kind of like to being quarantined. It's just off of Childish Gambino's uh, three, it's called 3-15-20, which is, you know, um, March 15th, 2020. And this project is highly experimental but it obviously still has elements of R&B, funk, afro, electronic, like it has everything. Pop, all the elements, all the arrangements. It's, it's really a masterclass on arranging like a project. And this is the song, the second song on the project. It's called Algo Rhythm. Uh, rhythm spelled like rhythm, like beat rhythm by Childish Gambino. It's produced by EY, Childish Gambino, and DJ Dahi. DJ Dahi's a favorite of mine. So the song, to me, when I first listened to it, it, it made such an obvious connection to Tohu Bohu because, I love saying that, <laughs> Tohu Bohu, <laughs> because my interpretation of it is that, like, when he's speaking to, in the song you'll hear when we play it, is that he's speaking to life kind of, sort of, like, as a simulation, as, like, an algorithm with the lack of control. He really emphasize i feel like the lack of control that humans have over their existence or he's, he's pondering those things because there's a lot of questions that he has in the lyrics and it's not really knowing what our purpose is and we're caught in the algorithm sort of kind of taking things as they go or everything's predetermined and we're just sort of just in the simulation just going forward uh when i 
looked up Tohu Bohu and I found that, you know, it has connections to uh, the Old Testament, specifically Genesis 1-3, there were biblical references in this song immediately that I was like, oh no, this is my song. Immediately mm -hmm. that tied it in because it's talking about the beginnings, inceptions, creation. Uh, there's a quote that says, everybody want to get chose like Moses. Uh, let me read that first verse. So it says, uh, he says in the first verse, he goes, supercomputer status, walking along streets. Everyone is an addict stumbling concrete. What was the motivation? Constant communication. Everybody want to get chose like Moses. Came out Mother Earth smelling like roses. Some of the new addition made it way too efficient. Made us the guinea pig and did it with no permission. Told it to call a friend. Didn't tell it to listen. So very scary. So binary, zero or one. Like or dislike, coal mine coal mine canary i dream in color not black and white sell your daughter on that data stream dopamine make it hit now humans don't understand humans gonna sell a lie humans gotta survive we know we're gonna die nothing can live forever you know we're gonna try life is it really worth it the algorithm is perfect mm. Mm. so in a way i feel like this song also is highlighting that humans we have this sort of strange tendency to sort of try to forget the obvious questions or like try to forget the, the, the major things that's saying we don't have control of our lives or like why do we do have certain tendencies that we do you know humans don't understand humans gonna sell a lie we, humans gotta survive because it's we're all gonna die so it's like nothing can live forever you know we're gonna try so we try to fight sort of the impermanence of our life we try to fight different things that we can't control so that's why i really think that lack of control is a major major thing uh, there also i thought sonically the way the song comes together is sort of sort of just supposed between the idea of control whereas like it seems the song is very methodically you know when you put together a song it's it's very methodically put together there's a verse there's structure to it right and so it's like fitting within the structure, but there's a super great beat to the song too. And it's kind of like, it's almost as if like, it's a mindless, like we're thinking, he's thinking about and pondering these big things, but at the end of each verse, he kind of talks about, well, the algorithm is, is what it is kind of like, it's, it's great. Is it really worth it? And then he just goes on to dancing because the chorus starts says, everybody move your body. Now do it. Here's something that's going to make you move and groove, which is a sample from DJ, uh, from Hey DJ by Jane. Um, and it says, please don't lose that tempo algorithm, moving how they say so algorithm, which is almost like, like I said, being puppets, lack of control. So it's really deep. Childish, he's, he's a super deep dude. Um, and so I, I want to I wanna go ahead and, and, and play a little bit of this. So Kieran, if you can drop that beat for me.
Yeah, man. Um, so that one, you know, it's like I, I think about when, you know, the four on the floor pattern, for those who don't know, is like when the kick drum hits on every beat. It, it made me feel about, you know, the consistent movement of life. And it goes on in the second verse, kind of talk a little bit more about life and how things go moving forward and whatnot. Um, and it's like, you know, whether we understand it or not, it, it keeps going. And that really, that really hit to me with that, with that, that motion. As you heard now, the the, <laughs> the sonics of that are quite chaotic <laughs> because it, it's it's kind of like on things things that we don't hear very synthetic, very like robotic. His tone of voice is that like almost pitched down, way down there, deep voice. Um, as he's kind of talking about the stuff, really on beat, really rhythmic, really interesting. So I don't know why we ignore it. It's also like humans we ignore chaos just to have a good time too. Is like how I felt the hook too I mean, we've been seeing that in, in this pandemic people <laughs> knowing what's at stake and still turning up and doing whatever so it's i think this song is really relevant to now is that you know i think that that's the phrase that humans ignore the chaos to have a good time which is so human of us yeah um for me i brought a track and this has been one of my favorite tracks like throughout life like, i heard this back in like 07 08 um so i brought leaving tonight uh, by Neo and Jennifer Hudson, who's produced by Nobody. Um, track opens, Neo's doing a spoken word. Um, I, I believe that love and trust are one of the same. You can't truly love someone unless you trust them. That blind trust, beyond a shadow of a doubt, no matter what this person saying, that person, you believe your man. Now you say you love me. Every time one of your little friends come at you with something, we gotta do this. Mama, I'm trying, I'm trying to show you that I'm for real. Tell me what I gotta do to show you that I'm for you. So just from the opening alone, you can see that he his back is against the wall. He's kind of in a tough situ- tough conversation with yeah. this woman. She's doubting his his faithfulness, his loyalty. She's clearly invested. There's clearly some conflict there, and he's trying to prove himself as well. So the entire song is kind of a, a back and forth between them. And I think like the songwriting there is uh, especially masterful because you know throughout Jennifer's part, Neo's throwing in different ad libs, different parts, and then the same in his verse later on. So we get into her her verse first. 216 that's how many times that i went back and forth about it in my mind could she could she really be who he's telling me that she is there's something about it that don't feel right then we get into her bridge saturday she calls here 26 times neil replies oh you counted you kept telling me not to worry neil replies don't worry about it want to believe that you're telling the truth neil replies so don't doubt it and she says but if you are lying to me you're leaving tonight out of my life Everyone said you ain't no good, then you proved them right. You're leaving tonight, it's over and done. Ain't no sense in trying to wait till the morning comes. So Jennifer's clearly very frustrated at, at the prospect of Neo d- doing wild things um, out, out here in the streets. Uh, there's clearly a woman who's who's been in his phone a lot. Um, and later on, when we get into later parts, you know, he even has a specific ringtone for her, which makes Jennifer feel even crazier for him that might be an alert to you know uh, uh, end the call immediately so she's not blowing up his phone but again it's it's one side versus the other side um so I, I, I want to play it first before I get into, get into the second portion I believe that love and trust are one and the same I don't think you can truly love somebody unless you trust them that blind trust that beyond a shadow of a doubt no matter what this person's saying that person you believe your man you say you love me, but every time one of your little friends come at you with something, we gotta do this. Mama, I'm trying, I'm trying to show you that I'm for real. Tell me what I gotta do to show you that I'm for you. Just shut up and listen. Two 
voice is just in incredible i they, they really combined an extremely talented songwriter in neo who writes a lot about songs like these and you know the men who are kind of out in the streets doing their thing and then you have jennifer who's this very strong very firm like nah nah you're not about to play me type of woman so it's a very very interesting dynamic um so you, you know you hear her and then neo comes in his second verse and as I said, his back is against the wall. So he's, he's on the defensive, you know, baby, now hold up. Let's just settle down. There's a perfect explanation to the situation. Usually there's not a perfect explanation, but you know, you, you, you got to say whatever right. you're trying to get, get out of a situation. Um, I swear, I don't know that girl, but I've seen her around. She's expressed how much she wanted, but I'm not lonely. All of me is for all you. You know, he's, he's given a lot of those, those sweet types of statements, those, you know, like, hey, like, regardless of what you're hearing, regardless of what, you, what your yeah. friends are saying, I, I'm here, I'm here with you, I'm here now, to ignore that girl, like, regardless of her being in my phone, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter, like, it's not something that you should be really oh, focused God. on, but there's, there's, all, there's that, that back and forth, that push-pull, it's like, in these types of situations, love can feel like a, a tug-of-war, tug-of-war is very chaotic very you know because you you gotta you gotta time it right and like your team your team has to be in sync other like if there's people yeah. pulling when they when they should be chilling like the whole team gets thrown off and we see here that there's a disconnect between those two so neo gets into his bridge said said i got a girl like a thousand times jennifer says oh so you counted she kept she keep telling me not to worry uh, jennifer says don't worry about it please believe i'm telling the truth jennifer said i really doubt it neo says really wish you would believe in me gets into his chorus i'm not leaving tonight girl you're my life all your friends think i'm no good please don't prove them right now that that friends thing is always very 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 murky waters because friends get a little too involved friends friends can be happy you know for your happiness and then at the slight moment of one issue friends are telling her nah nah leave him he's a waste of time blah blah blah, blah. and so you often feel like 
you're fighting against yourself to, to act right, but then you're also fighting against the opinions of their friends, which can be very influential if they've been friends for a while. And, you know, truthfully, if you are doing wrong, then like you're doing wrong and, and their friends are right, but you just don't want that involvement. So, you know, that's something that, that they both keep coming back to a lot. But he's like, regardless, I'm, I'm not leaving tonight. It's like, let, let's leave this alone and let's just make love, you know, because that there's nothing like that makeup uh, coochie, as they say. Oh um, <laughs> um, and then bridge three is where they really hit the climax of the song, the crescendo. Jennifer starts it off. I won't deny that everything in my body wants to know that you're the one. So there's that internal conflict for her. Like she hears the stuff. She might believe it, but she also wants to believe that this person is the person that, that she fell for, the person that she can be with uh, throughout life. So, you know, she says, I can't take this serious when you're just having fun. Neo jumps in, no, I'm not having fun. Jennifer steady running around, making a fool of me. Neo's like, baby girl, you can't listen to everyone. I'm your man, trust in me. Don't let them interfere with us being happy. And then the, the breakdown where like the beat kind of chills and they're just getting their lines all back and forth. Uh, Neil's like, love me, girl. She's like, I, I love you. That's a fact. He says, yo, say that you love me. She's like, but I'll be damned if I'm gonna let you up and disrespect who's been from the start, been there from the start. So there's clearly like a, a long-term existence of, of, of what they had. Um, but, you know, for, for whatever reason, these women are attracted to men who are in relationships. Like that's, that's, that, that's a very common theme that we've seen. Like when, when women see a man being a good man to someone else, they're like, mm, I want that. And sometimes they yep. stick their hand in, in a cookie jar that the, <laughs> their hand should not be in that cookie jar. You could go to the Oreos. My, 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 my chewy chips Ahoy are already claimed by her. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, get into a, you get into some crazy situations when you're a good man to one woman. Um, and so uh, the, my, my favorite part, as I kind of got to earlier, is uh, Jennifer's like, she even got a ringtone. You care to explain that part? I'm like, there's just nothing there. Like, <laughs> Neo says nothing after that. So they, they just kind of let that sit. And it's like, well, why, why does she have a ringtone? As I said earlier, he, he may be trying to know who it is so he can end the call or ignore it or whatever. But it's, it's just very, very, very shaky. And, and it, it, it displays the chaotic, confusing nature of love when there are other forces trying to get into it and mess it up for you when they see that you have a happy home because these home records are out here um and you know neo does absolute best to try and prove his worth and prove that he's like she you know she can still invest her time in him but you know at the end of the day jennifer's tired she's she's tired of, yeah. of hearing what she hears seeing these calls you know and she's trying to protect what's hers so yeah this this is love stuff that it, it you know, I talked about so much more last week and how beautiful it can be. Um, and then this week, getting into the, the chaotic, crazy nature um, when you know, people aren't perfect at the end of the day. We all make mistakes, but like, you know, you can't intentionally do crazy stuff and be like, oh, it's okay. I'm not perfect. It's like, nah, man, like, like you got to act right. So maybe I wouldn't have had a specific ringtone for her. I probably would have just blocked her number. But again, it's 2007. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. If they, ain't, they ain't have do not disturb back then. I, I don't know if people block people's numbers but it is what it is man uh great record overall though i i love it as as i saw i had the the, the intro memorized like i didn't even have to read it just because it's something that i've been listening to a lot that's what i was like i was like is he reading it or is he like, off the top wow all off top all off top uh, and it's crazy like 2007 i was what 11 years old and like hearing this song and just like feeling like I, I felt it and like understood it and i'm like <laughs> yo i've never been in any of these types of situations and you get older and you know you experience life and it's like oh man <laughs> It's, it's wild it's out here. Now, yeah. <laughs> it is wild out here. So that's that's my first track. What 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 would you get into? So I wanted to do two sort of the Tohu Boku thing, which is like a world-ending chaoticness, which it feels like, or just complete 
desolation of logic, you know, or just <laughs> order. Uh, I, I I chose one, but on more like I said, the love side of things that still sonically felt chaotic, but is kind of talking about something totally different, a different type of chaos. Uh, and I I selected New Magic Wand by Tyler the Creator. This is produced by Tyler the Creator. I wanted to say also, yeah, my first oh I did say who it was produced by, yeah. So this one is yeah, New Magic Wand by Tyler the Creator, produced by Tyler the Creator. So this is I think toxic relationship at the highest level toxic feelings toxic thoughts um from an intrinsic and an extrinsic like sort of frame mm-hmm. because he talks about both in different verses um I, anytime there's multiple partners involved or like multiple love interests i think it's immediately chaotic because that's just it just never ends well whether it's super emotionally destructive and you know and this song kind of talks about you know you split between kind of loving two people the feelings of loving an ex and when those feelings go to way uh, go away because there's someone else who's like he sees as well um and i was looking at this and i was trying to figure out what the magic wand could be because it's, it's very like when when you read tyler lyrics he's saying one thing it could mean something completely different um, and I've seen that, you know, in sort of some forums online, people were talking about the magic wand was like, it could be the magic wand tool on Photoshop, you know, making disappear. But he, Tyler had actually denied that. Um, the one that I think I kind of resonated more with, it was when people were talking about like the magic wand could be a situation for like, as he's talking in the second verse, it's like potentially like, it gets kind of dark, killing off the ex <laughs> for moving towards a new love interest, um, which is kind of like that sort of chaotic love, psychopathic love that turns to like a, like envious almost as like it was if you know if if i can't have you then no one can have you type of feeling and i think that's just like when we talk about the spectrum of chaotic love like that is the highest end of the spectrum and you start to go to like it's only mine and only mine no one else and you know that's that's really scary um and i think that some people you know get pushed to that really that really mentally I say debilitating place where you're you're doubting everything, all logic, all sort of normal ways of 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 going through because you've been in, in such a situation that's sort of distorted your perception of of what's real and in, in love and in relationships, whether they go good or bad. Uh, and so I wanted to uh, read a, a few lyrics of the first. So the first thing opens up with Jared Carmichael actually says, "Sometimes you got to close the door to open a window," mm-hmm. and then. Uh, he says, I saw a photo. You looked joyous. My eyes are green. I eat my veggies. I need to get her out the picture. She's really effing up my frame. She's not developed like we are. Like magic, like magic, like, ma- like magic, gone. New magic, new magic, new magic wand. Like magic, like magic, like magic, gone. New magic, new magic, new magic wand. My brother said that I'm on the spectrum. Don't call me selfish. I hate sharing. This 60-40 isn't working. I want 100 of, her t- of your time. You're mine. And then goes on, please don't leave me now. Please don't leave me now. Don't leave. Please don't leave me now. Please don't leave me now. Please don't leave me now. Like magic, like magic, like magic. Gone. Please don't leave me now. New magic, new magic, new magic wand. Kind of like a new, you know, it could also be like a new magic wand. It's like a new magic, a new feeling, like that, that feeling of like, Oh, wow this is you know this is so brand new so this is so fantastic and you're talking about especially like don't leave me now and then you know in this sort of third verse just where 
not the third verse it gets pretty good. The fourth verse is where it gets pretty crazy. But the third verse talks about I want to be found passenger in your car, don't leave. You want to be mean, make signals, don't park. I can make her leave. She's gonna be dead. I just got a new magic wand. Don't leave. We can finally be together. And so this is kind of like this this is all you know theoretical, but we're not, and it's an interesting story. Like I could see this as a movie being a really dramatic, you know, movie. Um, but I I really wanted to highlight like, this one because like this whole this whole situation is just like so weirdly chaotic. It's like what is going on here? And he goes on to talk about you know I live in no fear except for the idea that one day you won't be here. I will not fetch the ball. My eyes are green. I ain't my bedded my veggies. It has nothing to do with that bra. But if it did, I guarantee she'd be gone. Well, I got a plan about to walk in the pen. If you can't understand, I'm a hawk in the gym. Eyes on the prize, got my weight on weight on my chest that I need to get off and and or I ain't talking to them. Can't be in the picture if it got no frame. Gonna let the world know cause I ain't got no shame. Blow the whole spot up, cause I ain't. I wanna share last names, I wanna be your number one, not the other one. Keep it on the low. And I'm in my right hand, I'm in my right mind, keep it on a high. Janice dropping spilling feelings. Now I'm out here mopping them. Four on the floor, pack your bags. We hit the store, grab our supplies. No need for masks, bust through the door. Get the job done like retirement. I admit you look concerned, new magic wand. So a really interesting story. He actually says that this is like uh, his favorite song that he's like ever done, which was shocking to me that he had said Sounds that. Sounds like Tyler. Because <laughs> yeah, he said, it, it, he literally said it was like, this is the most Tyler like thing uh, that, you know, that it's, it's all Tyler in, in one sort of like in one sort of song. So Kieran, go ahead and spin that so we can talk a little bit more about it. Sometimes you gotta close the door to open a window.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually was looking it up while I was playing, and he was and Tyler said on Twitter that this the new magic wand is actually referencing a gun. And the story is becoming even more clear to me now is that you know his feelings that he has for the ex are hanging him up. Um, and that the new person is recognizing those feelings as well. But he's like, no, I love you. But I also like, I can't get rid of this person. And you know what? I'll just get, I'll just off this person and we can go, you know, live this idyllic life together or whatever. Um, I think anytime you do Tyler, there's going to be some weird dark stuff <laughs> regardless. But um, I had been sort of like yesterday listening to some stuff from him. Uh, I watched his uh, his documentary for Cherry Bomb, the project, and just kind of learned a bit more about his process and how he puts things together. And he's a very interesting guy when it comes to creativity and telling stories, especially in storylines in his videos and his songs and how he brings those adaptations to life to the screen. Uh, and so yeah, real, real artistic, but definitely tohu bohu. <laughs> so that's that's my that's my second one. The toast of the whoist, of the bowist, of the whoist. <laughs> exactly. Uh, last but not least, and it's funny how these lined up, uh, Nick opened with a song with, you know, biblical references, and then we both got into love tracks. And I'm ending with a song that uh, references God a lot. Uh, this is Working Out by uh, J.I.D., produced by 235. Uh, my interpretation of this record is one of my favorite songs by J.I.D. I listen to this often when I, when I need a, when, when I kind of want to sit with certain feelings and then also give myself the motivation to get out of them. And so J.I.D., you know, through this song, he appears very dissatisfied with his life, despite, you know, the success and wealth and, and the fame that he has. You know, things can still not be working out, despite the fact, you know, you've got records people love and you're making money and you've gotten out of the situation that you were in. It's actually a common thread that I've been pondering uh, lately as I've, you know, just been trying to navigate my life differently. Um, I've always, I've, I've been the type to not value money super high like i feel like internally you have to have that stability and peace and everything else you figure out but i have seen having more money does improve my mood and gives me less things to worry about now on on the same uh on the same token for lack of a better phrase more visible money that you have makes people feel as though you have more and they start asking you for more things and a lot of these these rappers who make it out they have those families that they're responsible for so more money can ultimately lead to more responsibilities. As Biggie said, more money, more problems. It's, it's, it's one of the most simple phrases. And then when you experience it, you're like, ah, man, wow. Okay, <laughs> so this is real. Um, so a song opens uh, with an intro, take your heart, don't let me break it in two. I'm sure that I could possibly do nothing for you. I'm nearly on the edge. I'm about to jump in a few. I'm really not afraid of nothing. And the JID gets to do his first verse. Look on everything. I gave everything and got nothing back. Ain't looking for no pat on backs. That ain't how we got where the fuck we at. So, you know, he, he's been grinding. He's doing his thing. But he's not necessarily looking for people's recognition. Um, but he, even through that, things are still very complicated for him. You know, mama called, where the fuck you at? On the road and I ain't coming back until my hundred stacks make a hundred racks. And that hundred racks bring a bundle back. I was blowing gas like the honey badger, JID bitch, the money snatcher, say la B, I'm coming after everybody. Don't let the bloody, don't get the bloody splatter. I'm flying, I got my niggas fly too. Shit is like buddy passes. I wanna cry cause I'm numb inside. If you wonder why, ask what's the matter. So a lot of, a lot of emotion there. And even through him, you know, flexing like, yo, he's, he's able to blow, blow gas and he's a super talented rapper and he's, he's coming at everybody and he's able to get fly and like get his homies fly too. He's numb on the inside and 
it's it's like no no matter what no matter how great things appear on the external on the inside people can be very broken all of us have different different wounds and different damages that that we carry through life with us um and then he gets into his course and really rounds things out because i've been working hella hard shit ain't really working out i've been praying to the lord shit ain't really working out i've been looking to the stars keep my head up in the clouds shit ain't really working out shit ain't really working out um, I, I want to play it before I get into the, uh, the next verse. Take your heart, don't let me break it in two. I'm sure that I could possibly do nothing for you. I'm nearly on the edge, I'm about to jump in the view. I'm really not afraid of nothing. you at on the road and ain't coming back into my hundred stacks make a hundred racks and that hundred racks bring a bundle back i was blowing gas like the honey badger j.i.d bitch the money snatcher say like this shit i'm coming after everybody don't get the bloody splatter i'm flying i got my niggas fly too shit is like buddy passes i wanna cry cause i'm numb inside uh, you wonder why ask what's the matter yeah, cause i've been working hella hard shit ain't really working out i've been praying to the lord shit ain't really working out I've been looking to the stars, keep my head up in the clouds. Shit ain't really working out. Shit ain't really working out. Shit ain't really working out. Don't explain what is there to gain. Shit, shit ain't really working out. Now I got a little bread. My niggas working out, damn, baby, your ass fat. I can see you working out, shit. Then you got a new job, tell me how that shit working out, shit. Heard you doing pretty good, yeah. People talk word of mouth, wasn't around when you had the dirty house. Now they won't leave when you kick them out. These type of people can't stick around. Only down when there's liquor around or the slip around. That's why I don't fuck with niggas now. So hearing it, hearing the beat, the the piano keys, it's very, there's there's a lot of space. It's, it has a very somber tone to it. And one thing I really love about J.I.D.'s rap voice is it's, it's raspy. So when, when you're talking about something like this, he just sounds very exhausted, very fatigued, yeah. very dejected. Um, verse two, he starts to talk to someone else, uh, a woman. He says, you know, baby, you, you ass fat, I can see you working out and you got a new job. Tell me how that's working out. Heard you're doing pretty good. Yeah, people talk word of mouth. They wasn't around when you had the dirty house. Now they won't leave when you kick them out. So it's like people look at you a certain way when you're down, when you don't have something, then they start to appreciate you when you have more. And, you know, when you're mm. when you're at that place, you kind of you can sift through and distinguish, oh, there's real love there. And they're just with me for the stuff that I have. And yeah. it's like it's cool to be able to put off of people and do all this. But there's that internal conflict. It's like, do these people really appreciate me? Will these people go away when I don't have any more? Um, he goes on, these type of people can't stick around, only down when there's liquor around or the split around. That's why I don't fuck with niggas now. Well I, well, I fuck with all my niggas, you know the difference. You've been living with tunnel vision. You and all your friends are like Wonder Woman. 
Wonder Woman working for it. If you ever wanted something, searching for a purpose, I see what you want. I love how J.I.D. really is reverent to women and like a lot of his music, you know, whether he's praising their bodies or praising how, how they operate. There's not, it's not too much toxic stuff that, that, that comes from J.I.D., which is yeah. uh, really, really cool. And I love how he was able to spin it because the first verse is very personal to him. And I don't know if this is a love interest in particular, whether it's a, a woman who's his friend, someone that he just met, but, you know, he's acknowledging everything that she's doing, but he's also acknowledging how he sees that there, there are things in her life and people who are like, who may not necessarily be there for her as much as they're there for, you know, uh, what she can, what she can provide for them. And, you know, through all that, she's, she's continuing to, to use her gift. She's dealing with a lot, but, you know, she's grinding. She's got a very, very one track mind. It's something that he clearly is looking up to something that, you know, he wants for himself. And so there's just that internal conflict of, of, chaos confusion where it's like i'm i'm pursuing this thing i'm really good at it I've, I've achieved so many things that i want but as you hit a new level there's new problems you think of super mario you know the first level real easy you face an easy boss you get to level seven the the, the level is harder and the boss you have to fight is even harder it's a it's a it's a great way to look at life like as you as you continue to rise up you know the, the fall can be even harder and it's not just a physical fall or a fall in terms of success but it's also internally i think we set these goals and these benchmarks and we achieve them and then we realize they don't make us feel as happy as we might as we might have thought they would you know you, you strive towards something you make it your everything and then you get it and it's like oh this is it like huh so success for him clearly it isn't feeding him enough on on the internal um and he and it, it almost seems like he, he's she's he's trying to warn the, this woman who's doing her thing and doing all this stuff like you know as a woman yeah. starts to look better more men come around as a woman gets a new job and starts making more money and she looks more appealing you know more, more people come around and try to feed off that, whether that's friends or whether that's other men. And so, you know, I think he's using his experiences and his internal conflict to speak to her and to speak to us as well. Um, and so that's, I, I really connected with this song. This song came out in 2018 with this project, DiCaprio 2. I can say the cap, uh, 2018 for me was a year where I felt like I was progressing, but I was also also questioning myself. Like there, there are these things I want that I haven't accomplished. There are these things that I wanted to accomplish and they didn't make me feel all that great. Um, and, you know, obviously I'm not on the level of J.I.D. signed a dream bill, one of the best acts there and probably want to get probably going to be one of the best rappers in the next decade. That's something I feel personally. Um, but, um, yeah, it's 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 just it's very real. And at, you can experience this at like any level of life. And I love how, you know, it's something that, that can be brought into all of us. I think the outro really captures a lot of what he was going for, too. He gets Zach Fox to come in. Um, and he's just he, like it's, it's it's very funny, but it's also very very telling. He said, you know, come on, bro, uh, come to the booty club one time, throw some of that Dreamville money, throw some of that Dreamville money at these hoes, bro. They got dreams too. They got shit to do too. They got dreams too. Y'all Dreamville. Next time you say you see J Cole, you tell him the same thing, man. I mess with y'all. Well, why J Cole got all this money? Look like he about to borrow somebody charger or something. Come on, bro. Let me get your charger, bro. Let me get my shit to uh ten percent, and I'll give that shit back to you. Come on, bro. Flex some of that Dreamville money. So. You know, a common misconception is an artist gets signed and they immediately have money. You have big records and you just have all yeah. this money flowing. And that's, that's that's not the case. But when you're associated, you're standing next to Cole, you're part of this major label and and you come from a place where not a lot of people make it out, but a lot of people want yeah. to. It's like, oh, bro, come flex. Yo, 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 come put on, do this, do that. Bob. And it's like people are constantly asking for things, asking for things. But as he says in verse one, no, no one is asking uh, what's the matter? Like, how do you feel? What, what's going on for you? Yeah. um and you know i jd seems like a good guy i haven't met him but I'm, I'm sure he's very altruistic i'm sure he's putting off a lot of people and it's like when is this going to come back to me when am i going to be able to make myself feel good or when is someone going to do something for me to make me feel good so yeah I'm, I'm making money 
big songs, Revenge of the Dreamers went number one, Grammy nominated, all that. But I, I'm still at a place where it's like, shit isn't working out for me. I, I'm, I'm feeling internally uh, incomplete. There's, there's just, there's, there's a gap there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, working out is really, really good. I love it. If you, you had a first snippet of it, I would encourage you to listen to the full thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is quotes from the quill part two, tohu bohu. Yeah. Yeah. got to learn a new <laughs> word. Hopefully you put y'all onto some, to some good music. And, um, yeah, this, this has been fun. So we're looking to, uh, continue this series. So thank y'all for listening. Thank Nick for his detailed analysis <laughs> as a, as a fellow quill possessor. Um, and we're going to get into this bulletin board to close off um project dropped this week uh as, as you guys remember from episode 10 with kojo he played uh baby j high shit for us she just released yep. her ep energy seven tracks i got to check it out we really really enjoyed it there there's a strong intro there crush yeah um uh, some really really good songs i would highly encourage you to check it out uh this project is a bit more closer to home uh, the boy Grizzy Rowe, as you know, he was on our, our outro for season one. Yes, um, I think around season uh, episode four is when we when we put that the, his his verse on it. But uh, he dropped his debut project before the money. Uh, I, I strongly, strongly suggest that you can hear Nick on it on a track called Jaded, I think, slash yeah. Grizzy's interlude that features Nick and, and R. We talked about R before. Um, yeah, really, really great project. Uh, Grizzy's from the Bronx. Uh, very hard-nosed, bare-knuckle lyricist. Uh, but, but he also has a lot of fun and brings a lot of energy on on, on his records. Uh, some tracks that I would suggest, uh, I love Way Back. Obviously, love Jaded, love Hitters, love... Um, the Get the, Back. The me. Get Back, yes. Yeah, yeah. The Get That's Back, the too. One. So <laughs> highly, highly suggest that. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Let us know how you feel. And yeah, that's all I got from the bulletin board. Uh, the busy boys want to thank y'all for tuning in once again. We hope 2021 has been off to a great start for y'all. If you got the New Year's resolutions going, stay committed. It takes two weeks to, to build a habit slash routine, but it takes like a, a day to lose it. So stay stay consistent. If, 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 if you want the fitness stuff, you're not going to see the results you want immediately, but I hope you're starting to feel better on, on the internal. Um, if you are pursuing a new job, good luck with that. If you got promoted, Shout out to you and whatever journey you're on, the busy boys just want you to uh, feel peace, be kind to yourself, take a break, but keep grinding and stay busy. That, the 2021 will be prosperous for all of us. Um, so with that, you know, it's the boy Armand, Uber driver, blah, blah, all that great stuff. The boy here with the guy, Nick Gurley. Busy boys are out. See y'all next week. Oh, stay safe, stay humble, and stay busy. <laughs> <laughs> baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy, taking time, getting right. If you miss me, I've been out in the world, staying busy. Monday's not a yell. Monday's not a yell. Partying with the gang. Every week, tell a friend. Every week, tell a friend. Busy over everything. Busy boys, gotta call now. Ain't you heard? Ain't you heard? Got the vibes, got the vibes, got the slides, got the slides. I'm the size, I'm the size, running down, down. No, we holding down. Busy boys, baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? Hey. I've been out in the world, staying busy, yeah. taking time, getting right. If you miss me, what? I've been out in the world, staying busy. Yeah.